0: guys, I hope you're ready. We are ready for another episode of the One More Idea podcast. You know, Thomas Edison says that, um, I have not failed. I found 10,000 ways not to do something. All he needed was what, Mike?
1: Um, all he needed was... One more idea. One more idea, idea. which is a reason why... We are doing this show to offer one more idea, and I was actually just reading something on my phone that we I had someone that listened last week, and they said that that was actually the best show out of the three so far, which is good news because that means every show is getting better. So, if you haven't started, you better go back to the first one because in the next few months, man, this show, I'm telling you, it's going to just be on fire. man. it's already changing lives, Michael. Seriously. (laughs) Man, that's
0: awesome. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, let's go ahead and give some shout-outs. We got Jeremy Grammer. He called me, uh, and we talked for a little bit. And, um, you know, I messaged him, and... I didn't think, man. I should have asked you on the phone what what your one more idea was. You know, yeah. what's that idea? But I will say, you know, something that we talked about a little bit was, uh, you know, if you're trying to correct somebody, mm-hmm. you know, which yeah. which is tough, and they don't want to hear it, and they're getting defensive and throwing it back at you. You yeah. know, he, here's a one more idea that he gave me. He said, ask them, hey, with this thing. You know, and first of all, you know, if you're noticing in the moment they don't want to receive it, Mm -hmm. maybe just just lay off and then come back later on whenever the emotions and they've thought about it a little bit have kind of subsided Mm -hmm. and then ask them, you know, is there any way that I can help you, you know, with with this thing that we're going through that you're going through? And uh, he said what he'll find is that a lot of times by offering solutions, like, well, what if I did this? You know, like give them three or four solutions. Well, what if I helped with this? Yeah. Well, what if I did this? And then you're making yourself, you're humbling yourself and you're not pointing the finger and saying, you did this wrong and you need to do this. You're saying, okay, I will make myself the solution Mm -hmm. so that I know I'm trying to correct you. I'll make myself the solution. And, you know, uh, let's move forward past this. Yeah. And I can say in my personal life, that helps a lot. You know, here's here's something I've been saying, okay? This is a, a soundtrack. You remember from the first episode? Yeah, here's yeah. Here's a soundtrack. I want people to feel this. <sighs> mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. That, that just feels good to me. When I'm around people, mm-hmm. I want them to feel that. And one of the ways you can get them to feel that sense of relief
1: is to be the solution. Yeah, I love it, man. That's awesome. Thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, great stuff, Jeremy. Like uh, We can definitely add that to our um, toolbox of, of, of things that we offer. Um, but that's, that's really amazing, to be the solution, man. That's, that's great.
0: Hey, here we go. He's, he said, my thought for the day, uh, he said, continually budget your time and money because we are responsible for stewarding both the best we can. Okay, mm. and that leads us into Idea Blitz. Oh, yeah, man. So we got some good
1: ones today, man.
0: Okay, so let's we better get the ball rolling. Yeah, we better. We're coming out the gate swinging, y'all, so yeah. you better hold on to your chair. Embrace well, hey, yourself
1: because we're going to blow your mind. Well, listen, for the first two minutes of this show, man, I, I already have – there's one that landed on my lap that I don't even have on my list, and you don't either, Michael. Mm. And I think let, – let me start with that by saying, number one, cuff. don't criticize – Hmm. Okay, so can you go 24 hours without criticizing someone or even yourself like that's that's something that if you can not do, you can start becoming the solution. Right. So that was my first one.
0: Don't criticize. I like that. Uh, Here's one daily affirmations.
1: Oh, yeah, that's Um, a good one.
0: Here's another one: Power of Positive Thinking book. Read that book. It's a phenomenal book. There's a lot of goodies in there. Um, my third one is the travel. You know, it, and here's I just want to reiterate. You know, you're mm-hmm. going through a tough time. You're on idea nine thousand. Yeah. You know, and you're just on the verge of ten thousand. Ten thousand is another way not to do it. And then you're feeling like throwing in the towel. Yeah. Here's some things you should do daily affirmations what yeah. are you telling yourself at idea 10,000 are you saying you know what i've got this man and i'm going to drop the hammer uh, i'm going to show the world what i can do and then boom you create a light bulb Hmm. yeah you know um these are things that can help you with that daily affirmations pa- reading a book like power of positive thinking um go traveling save up yeah. go to europe go you know an hour away go a state away you know um uh, Then my fourth is to check out Pinterest for inspiration. So I'm talking to you, person who wants to write a book. You're like, I just can't. I'm on chapter five and I've been writing and I just can't think, you know, what's next? What's the next chapter? Go to Pinterest and type in inspirational quotes, inspirational thoughts. And then you'll be amazed at the things that, that you'll You'll find and you'll see and then start reading, read like five of them and then get your pen and pad and brainstorm and then boom, I did. I yep. assure you. And then my last one for the day is to journal. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people get intimidated by that. They're like, oh, right. man, I'm going to have to write paragraphs for my whole day. No, 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 no. I'm just saying write one sentence. You know, if you want to get crazy with it and really extravagant and complex, that's cool. You could even have a 5-year journal where, you know, you write down what happened on that date that's significant each year. You know, so every, you know, on the 26th of whatever month um, this year, you can check it five years later and see your growth. You can see, you know, something that happened that was significant and remember it and celebrate it with that person. So, anyways, let's hear some of your ideas, Mike.
1: That's awesome, man. So, I'm going to read a few and then i'm gonna uh, give you this uh, aha that just jumped out at me so first of all i always like to put set appointments uh the reason being real quick and just one sentence is because it will help you manage where your time is going which to be honest with you, your time is your most valuable commodity. It's not how much money you have in the bank. And it's not even these ideas that we're talking about uh, because your time, you won't get it back. So you have to make sure you budget it properly. Find someone who's doing what you want to do at a high level and take them to lunch. Like, how how are you going to know what type of systems or mindset they have if you don't have some, spend time with that person? So if you just, like, admire someone, you know, that's an attorney and you want to be an attorney, then take them to lunch. I mean, they like to eat lunch, right? So, replace 30 minutes of TV time with an article that's related to your business. Or that's a, a hobby so if you're a gardener you know get a garden mag- magazine and read a 30-minute article and apply it. you know if you're um, in real estate like myself you know get some real estate literature and read that instead of watching the news okay and one other thing is to take the disc test if you don't know what that is look it up it's a tony robbins thing and it helps you understand how you work emotionally and it helps other people be able to deal with you and number five is don't waste time on unnecessary tasks And that's the law of diminishing returns, because if you're doing something wrong and you keep doing more of it, you're just going to get another wrong result. But when Michael was telling me or sharing his ideas, something came up in my spirit, and it's this. You are still writing your biography. Now, have you ever, have you ever, I read a biography before on presidents and some leaders and things like that. And the thing is, is that if they're still alive, the last chapter of that biography usually is where they're, where they're at now. They're soaring high, they've made it to the top, they're at the top, and they're basically giving us a view or depiction of what it looks like on top of a mountain and kind of seeing down you know, um, the land of milk and honey per se, you know, it's just this premise of I'm at the top now. But the thing is, is that they can write more and more chapters because they're still here. Okay. So if your biography doesn't look like you want it to look, the good thing is that if you're breathing and listening to this podcast, you're still writing it.
0: Mm. That's good. Hey, I want to highlight a couple of those blitz ideas because you really blitzed them, (laughs) uh, which is great. but one thing I already had it on my mind, but I didn't write it down and I'm so glad you brought it up is to find someone who is in that place that you want to be. There's a really good book out called the proximity principle. Mm. And, uh, I can't remember the author, but basically this book is all about, you know, getting near, uh, to, to people who are in a position that you want to be. And, um, you know, surrounding yourself with them. And there's different tiers, right? There might be somebody who is Mm -hmm. on your level doing Mm -hmm. what you want to do. And there might be somebody who is on a you know, they're famous doing what you want to do. Maybe you can read a biography of that person. Mm. Maybe you can't meet with them, but see if they have a biography, see if they have documentaries, see what you can find out about them because they are the expert in the field that you want to be in and they work your way back. Okay. So they're the expert who's doing it at a high level in my area, you know? Okay. And then work back a little bit. Okay. Who is just starting out? in my area that I can meet with. And then maybe even find somebody who isn't even on your level. That's a little bit behind and brainstorm with them. And you guys, you know, lock arms and do it together.
1: Yeah. And that's why I
0: think finding someone, you know, uh, who is doing what you're doing, you got to network, you got to get out there and what you'll find, you know, um, god i think his name's ken ken cole Mm -hmm. i I think that's his name uh i'll look it up real quick but what you'll find is that when you are surrounding yourself with these people Mm -hmm. you know some people are working nine to five in a job that they hate and and they never think they'll break out and and do kind of what they love and we've talked about this before on the show you know that uh you know the way that you do it uh, if you don't do anything if you aim for nothing You'll hit it every time. Yeah. So So. eventually you have to start aiming for something. And he uses this example of a guy who, I don't know, let's say he, he wanted to get into radio talk show. Sure. Okay. And he, uh, found out a radio station and just started like, I don't know, let's say sweeping the floors. At least he was in the right proximity and now he's doing it like as a full-time job as a radio host. Right. Mm -hmm, Right. But it started with him just having a job where he was sweeping the floors or whatever, but that's, you know, that's kind of an interesting example of the point. Try to get close to the people in the field who are doing what you want to do, even if you're not doing what they're doing, but you're on some level close to them.
1: Yeah, I love Um, it. Well, and also, you know, to piggyback off of what you said is when you do, because what tends to happen is when you're around somebody that is operating at such a high level, and I've done it, you can somewhat... I mean, hey, look—we can be honest on this show and open. It can be somewhat uh, intimidating. I mean, you're you're thinking like, oh my god, like I'm nowhere near what this person is doing. Um, you have to really first of all celebrate the victories the small victories so if you're that radio host and you are you know you get a janitor job or per se then celebrate that because like Michael just said you are in the right area you're where you need to be and and then figure out what's the next level above what I'm doing now what's the next step so who's the person that I need to be on and this is not about taking anyone's job or position this is about what's the next level for you. And so once you determine the next level is, you know, this, then you figure out what does it look like to operate at a high level in that role? And once you figure that out, then you just start doing the things that it takes for you to be successful at that role. And eventually you will get that role because the more value you create in yourself at the workplace, there's no way that a boss supervisor or, you know, anybody can look at a crowd of people and say, This person here has way more value than everybody else. And it's all because that person applied themselves. And now they're in a position where they've gained the attention of someone that is above them. Mm. And they have that no quit attitude. Like, I mean, I've I've been in bands before and we've handed out CDs and tape cassettes back in the 90s, man. And the one thing about it is that, you know, the problem was that we stopped whenever we were told no hmm. And and the the artists I've read biographies of artists that would show up at a record producer's um, office every day and hand them a tape every day of the same material every day until that producer said, listen, I'm going to listen to this crap just so you'll stop <laughs> bothering me. You know, so you'll leave me alone. And but listen, how, how many times would you say you would stop showing up at his office the first day he said, look, Michael, don't come back here anymore. Mm-hmm. Leave your stupid tape in your car. I'm not interested. How many of us would have given up after one time? You know? Yeah. So persistence, man, you got to keep going. You got to keep doing it, man. Thomas Be consistent. <clears throat> yeah. I haven't
0: yeah. failed. Because Absolutely. a lot of people would see that as failure just because you get a no. I, you know, I used to sell, Avocare. have Okay. So, yeah. and they, they trained you, um, you know, and it sells and, and I get it. Look, it's, Um, uh, network marketing is what they call it, but, uh, some people call it a marketing scheme or whatever whatever (laughs) you want to call it. Okay. (laughs) Their, Their products are good. But anyways, one of the things I learned that I thought was so good that always stuck with me, um, it's not, no, it's not right now. Yeah, they're not giving you a no; they're just giving you a not right now. And I knew, like, man, Spark is so good. Like, uh, their products are so good. I've I've become healthier. Yeah. And I'm not on them anymore, and I don't endorse or sell them or anything. They're not bad. I'm just, you know, I've I don't have time for it. Right. Um. But I am saying, you know, that uh, I was able to, you know, if I know that I have something that is of value, and somebody tells me no, I don't want that. Do they have all the facts? Mm. Do do they have all the details? You know, because they're saying no, but maybe they have some preconceived ideas or notions. Well, that's a marketing scheme. Well, I don't want any of that. That's you know, that's just fake. It's not good. Well, you know, it changed my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel better. I have more energy than I ever have before. Oh, really? You lost fifty pounds? Yeah, man. And you know, it, it's just like that type of deal. Like, you know, so you're going to the record producer. Well, have they listened to it? No. Right. They have preconceived ideas. And here's what's probably probably went through their mind. Man, I have a 100 people bringing me, you know, their bands recording. And every time I listen to it, it's terrible. Yeah. Every single time, everybody and their mom brings me a recording. Yeah. You know, why am I going to listen to this, guys? And then you walk in, hey, check out my recording. All right, buddy. I told you no yesterday. I'm going to tell you no again. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like... Please just trust me. I'm telling you, this is going to be the absolute best recording you've ever heard. Get inside their head, get inside their shoes. And, and I'm talking to that person who keeps getting the no. Okay. You keep going to your boss and they keep shutting you down. That person, whatever it is. Okay. Um, you know, have you tried to add value to them somehow? you know, have you tried to relieve them somehow, you know, so walk in to talk to the producer. Okay, let's go back to that. Did the guy just come in, hand him the disc? He gets a no and then walk out or did he come in and say, you know what, can I just hang around and be a a fly on the wall? Yeah, exactly. You know, what do you need help with today, man? I I know, look, I know i come in here all the time, but I just, I have some free time. I'm in and out of jobs. I'm looking for a job. I'm not asking you to hire me, man. I just want to be around this arena, be around this place. I really respect what you do. And man, if they can't give you the time of the day, maybe go to another record studio. Yeah, Because if if you humble yourself and have that kind of attitude, that's somebody I want on my team. Yeah. Hey, you don't have to pay me. You don't have to do anything. I just want to add value to you. Well, come on, dude. Come on, like let's hang out and then you better believe I'm gonna listen to the recording and tell them what I think.
1: Well, you know my I think that leads me to what I wanted to say about you know my big idea and it sounds like the funny thing is before we started comparing notes, we we're talking about the same exact thing today and it's so funny how these shows tend to take a life of their own as we start speaking but I want to talk about being the solution and not the problem as, mm-hmm. as a big idea and, and throw some ideas out there to our audience of how they can be what Michael just said. He, he, man, that's, that's so profound. And I I think that you should like really write that down. If you haven't like, if, if you're trying to gain somebody's attention, like if you're trying to, to get that boss to give you a promotion, like, first of all, w- what are you doing to, to earn it? Like, w- what have you done to bring more value to the workplace in the first place? And so, and, 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 what are you doing at a high level that, that, you know, you're putting in all your effort. You're the first guy at work. You're the last guy to leave. If you, if you, let uh, me throw something into yeah, the go mix ahead.
0: real quick. Sure. What about your marriage? Mm-hmm. What about your family? Mm-hmm. What about your parenting? What are you doing to bring to the table? Well, that's
1: the dashboard, right. basically, what, what we talked about. What about, about yeah. your
0: education? And, yeah. and a lot of people, you know, maybe your business life is being affected because everything else out of business isn't at a high level. So your business might be at a high level. And you might be thinking, why am I not getting that promotion? Well, Mm. they see the way you talk to your wife or your husband. They Mm -hmm. see the way you treat your kids. They see the way you roll out of, you know, the parking lot (laughs) speeding. You know, they they see everything else besides just your work. It's not just your performance at work. It's everything else that you're doing. So how are you Mm. bringing value, not only to the the business workplace, but anyways, I just wanted to plant that seed in there.
1: Well, listen, also, I'm going to just say this too. And they see, listen, listen to this one very close. They see what you're posting on social media. Oh, okay. So like you be very careful of what you say and how you say it on social media, because if I'm a partner and I see my partner that uh, again, we're together, taking pictures together, doing business together. And I'm seeing that their view, whether it's political, whether it's just um, a general view of something or whether it's, you know, um, like religious if if it's if it's kind of kind of out there like i'm worried that other people are going to form an opinion about my partnership with this person and it can affect you so please be cautious of what you're posting on social media because people read that they see that and it basically can destroy an image because you're just venting on facebook or whatever and somebody's taking that very personal and saying mike is having a meltdown man do you see what he's posting on facebook like and all the stuff that we're doing on these podcasts can basically be null and void because people are seeing that i'm saying something totally different on facebook so i agree with what michael said that's a really good point too so thanks for jumping in on that but i want to talk about being the solution and not the problem so what are some ways that we can be more of a solution
0: you know and I think that's such a good, uh, revelation, hopefully for some people, um, you know, cause maybe they've never even thought about the difference between the two. Yeah. So like, let's say a scenario, um, I, I don't know, it, it could be any situation. Okay. You keep hitting a wall mm-hmm. with a person with, with a project and, you know, you're thinking, you know, uh, like, let's say criti- criticizing. Okay, sure. You keep criticizing this person. (laughs) Okay. You keep telling them to change. Yeah. Well, what if you come to the table? with some ideas on how they can change, how the situation can change, Mm -hmm. how, you know, um, they say doing the same thing over and over and over again is insanity. So maybe come at it different and this time, you know, bring a solution. And uh, Mm a pastor that I follow, his name's Chris Hodges, Mm -hmm. he says that, uh, you know, with his team, I think this is probably the best example I could bring to you. Um, He says, don't bring me any problems unless, you know, three of them are... Unless you have three solutions and one of them involves you. Oh, wow. So if you're going to bring me seven problems, make sure for each one of those problems, you have three solutions. And for each one of those, one of the solutions is you. Yeah. You know, because we're trying to cut back on negativity. We don't want people just walking around complaining all the time. No. Because in that case, what happens? You're the problem. (laughs) And are you going to be a part of the solution are a part of the problem, because if all you're doing is complaining, 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 that can turn into frustrations, that can turn into negativity, it can turn into bitterness. Instead, you know, uh, and I've seen this a lot on teams, they might not like the way the leader does things. Yeah, Like, wow, man, I don't like the way that uh, this leader has chosen for us to do this and this is the decision that he made. Yeah. Wow, man, that's so bad. And then the other person jumps in. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so terrible. And, and I saw the person do this too. And then a third person jumps in. Oh my gosh, man, you guys not would believe this decision that I saw. This was bad. And yeah, man, somebody needs to do something about this. I'll talk to the person. And then they talk to the person and scold them and tell them right. that they're a bad leader or whatever. Yeah. Okay. I've seen this happen. Instead of How can we make the leader feel this? (sighs) I have the best people on my team. Right. Because, you know, they they came to me and said, you know, um, I noticed that every time we come to the workplace, the door's locked. And you know what I started to do? I showed up earlier and I unlocked it because I noticed, boss, Mm -hmm. person, you were taking out the trash, because somebody must have forgot, or whatever it is, or mm-hmm. you were flushing the toilets, or you were cleaning the bathroom, or yeah. you were cleaning, you know, uh, like let's say at the church, the stage, or you were cleaning around the mopping the floors, right? Like the boss was, you know, because in their mind, they're like, oh man, this person's dad just died. So there's, there may be things that are going on that you don't know about, right? That the boss is doing, or the manager, or the leader. And how can you, as a team player, add value and become a solution.
1: Uh, I love it. So that reminds me of, so I'm uh, currently a graduate assistant for Dale Carnegie uh, Institutes, And they're the first thing that was taught to us is to never condemn, criticize, or complain. Those are the first, the, the CCC. And if you, one way you can be a solution is to think about what I just said don't or if you when you say something out of your mouth is it a complaint a criticism or are you condemning someone or even yourself and so if 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 you when you say something if it's not absolutely um, going against these three things then you might need to take a step back and think should you say it in the first place because when you criticize condemn or complain about something you're building a culture whether you agree or not you're building a culture of those three things always happening because let me tell you something it even happens in church you'll see it the the complainers the criticizers and the people that condemn they're always in a group somewhere Mm. And and even in the workplace, they call it the the uh, the water cooler team, because they're always around the water cooler, the coffee pot, and they're and the first thing they start talking about is how bad things are, how negative things are. They're con- they're condemning the boss. They're they're complaining about their work hours. They're complaining about the way the building looks. They're criticizing the the, 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 the training. They're criticizing the, the the environment, the the marketplace, the economy is bad. These people, um. It, it only takes one person that can come in and say, all right, let's try this. Let's say something that is positive about this place. Let's say something that is good, that is working. And, and let's talk about that because instead of you being, again, the problem, you can be the solution by maybe bringing an idea to the boss and say, Hey boss, have you ever thought of this? Like, can we do group activities to enhance the morale around here? Like there are some people that are not as happy as we think they are. Mm -hmm. Can we enhance that? Can we, can we add more value to our Mm -hmm. employees by having awards days or, or having family day And some companies even have, bring your pet to work day. These things enhance morale, but they will never happen if we have more focus on the problem and not the solution.
0: Yeah, that's good. So how how can people apply this in like let's say the dashboard areas in life, in faith, in family, marriage, um, education, physical fitness? Um I, I mean you fill in the blanks on all the different areas of life. How can they what are some ways that they can apply being the solution and not the problem?
1: Well, honestly, man, I think it boils down to one word, and that word is gratitude. Is is gratitude. You start your day by being grateful that, number one, you woke up and number two, you you're grateful that you have a whole new slate of hours and daylight and um, opportunities. Um, thoughts you have the ability to change someone else's lives by the way you convey messages to them and and so I would say start with gratitude and then also think of someone that you feel like is in your circle or maybe not um, that you know when you think of this person you say you know what ma'am this person really does this well he he or she every time i'm around them they they give me an idea they make me feel special or whatever and and just reach out to that person and say Michael, you know, man, I just want to tell you, man, you're an amazing guy. And the reason why I say that is because every time I see you doing something, you give it a hundred percent. You don't cut corners. Man, I tell you what, I've even seen you step over trash and turn around and pick it up because <laughs> you feel so bad about leaving that behind. And you're just an amazing person. I want you to know that, you know, you're appreciated. What would that do for you, just as a person? Like Well, I'll
0: tell you the other day you sent me a text. I
1: did. I did. And it was an encouraging
0: text, kind of like that. And it really, I needed to hear that. Yeah. You know, cause sometimes, uh, you know, I, like for example, I'm a leader of about 30 people. Yes. Well, actually more than that. Cause yes. I, you know, I s- am pretty much not only a worship pastor, but associate pastor in some functions. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I love my job. I yes. love what I get to do. Yes. But people don't realize in a church setting you know, um, and this is really any setting for any boss, any manager, any any kind of person who's a leader. Yeah. Okay. People are gonna pick apart what you do. Oh yeah, all the time. And you can try to not let it get to you. And there's that saying, you know, you can make some of the people happy some of the time. But yeah. Not, not everybody all the time. All the time, yeah. So sometimes it just it's tough. It's a heavy burden. Yes. You know, um, but when I get a text message like that. You never know what somebody's going through. Never. Okay. Never know, And you might not have known that I might've felt a lot of pressure in that moment, but it's because I surround myself with you that in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I want to spend even more time with this guy. Yeah. I want to do life with this guy. This is somebody that I respect, that I honor. Um, You know what you made me feel
1: in that moment? What's that? (sighs) (laughs)
0: <sighs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> relief. Yeah. And you
1: started uh, saying that. That was like yeah. we started out by breathing exercises today, you know.
0: You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and I felt a sense of relief, a sense of like fresh air. You know, I wow. think Paul said it about somebody in the Bible, I can't remember who it was, but he said, you know, my friendship with this person is a breath of fresh air. Wow, man. And that's, that's, that's what a I felt. It's amazing. And, that, and that's what you want other people to feel. So how, how can we go about relieving those around us and uplifting them and uh, being a solution to them? Well, what are ways
1: that we can do that? Well, I've, for one, I'll, I'll just say this sincerity man you have to be sincere because i sent michael a message and i was very sincere about it there was no i didn't it was there was nothing for me to gain by doing that i there's there's no business transaction that he and i are going to have because of it well maybe but who knows but 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 what he just said let's listen, listen to that i want to do life with this person like this person adds value to my life every time i'm around them i want more let me ask you this real quick listeners are people saying that about you Or are they saying, man, every time this person comes around, they go the opposite direction. (laughs) And if you're always by yourself at the water, a little cooler, then maybe you're the problem. I mean, let's just face it. Like maybe you cause people to run away from you because you are criticizing, complaining, and condemning others. And if that's you, then take – here's an action item. Text somebody – Today, right now take out your smartphone text somebody that you've been meaning to connect with oh i need to do lunch with that person i've just been missing them text someone and just say something that's really positive about them and then say the reason why i say that is this michael you're blah 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 and the reason i say that is this and and let's see how many people today that we can have feel like michael did when he received that message from me And 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 then let's see what that starts doing in your personal life, because because if you're a light and not the darkness then people are going to be attracted to you now what kind of opportunities would that bring i don't know and i'm not promising anything i'm just saying that you're going to be a happier person when you are showing gratitude and when you are saying things to people that's sincere okay don't just make up something like if michael is not a great guitarist i'm not gonna say dude you rock man because he's not i mean be honest and be sincere but i am though you are yeah he's <laughs> he's amazing y'all if you haven't heard him you know you know you know, his, you know who he is but i'll say this you, it's it goes deeper than than just talent because he said something that I don't know if you heard him. He said I needed that at that moment, and and we are here on this planet to provide that needed that moment situation that breath of air that fresh air, and 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 if you're not doing that, let's start there. And
0: here's here's kind of uh, I want to shift gears a little bit. Um... There's a book that I read that I believe would be a great big idea for somebody, and maybe even, quite honestly, that uh, inspiration that they need to change their mindset, change their approach to the 9-to-5 job. And if you love the 9-to-5, that's cool. You know, There's nothing wrong with that. Some people are called to the job place that they're at. But there's some people who have that, and they didn't know that they had another choice. Okay. Yeah. So here's the book that I think you should read. It's called Think and Grow Rich. Oh, yeah. I can't remember who wrote it, but I know the title. Oh, it's
1: Napoleon Hill. Nepo- is yeah.
0: That Napoleon? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was I thought Hill. so. I, OK, so make sure to check out um, Think and Grow Rich. And here's I'll give you the biggest summary. Um, your subconscious becomes your conscious mind becomes reality. Mm. So we talked about daily affirmations.
1: Wow! Yeah,
0: and if you're continually telling yourself something over and over and over and over and over again, eventually you start to believe it. Right. So, what you speak, you become. And if you change your thinking, there's actually a book written on. Oh yeah, I think it's by Brian Tracy. It
1: is. Yeah. Which,
0: if you change your thinking, you can change your life. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, what's polluting your mind? Okay, Mm. and that's that's a question. I want everybody to just think, you know, cause we all science tells us we have, you know, yeah. 50, let's just throw out a number, 50,000 give or take thoughts in a day, 80% are negative, 90% are repetitive. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that you can't change those numbers. I'm just saying naturally, if you're not doing anything about it, that can either be greater or lesser. Um, you know, so, uh, what's polluting your mind? you know, on top of what science and, you know, research tells us, wow. what's, what's already polluting your mind. What, what's the soundtrack, you know, that you're believing. So as we're trying to move forward in life with, are, are you a problem? Are you a solution? Or do you even know, you know, are, are you living on autopilot in life or are you taking a step back, Looking at the dashboard of your life, all the areas, you know, the red flags and and the places that you might need to grow your weak points, your strengths. And what is the way what are the ways that you can, you know, uh, start to let your subconscious not be ruled by things that are dragging you down? You know, are you going to be a lifter or a leaner? you know, like Mm. John Maxwell talks about.
1: Yeah, that's great. And so I started thinking, man, just, um, being on a stage, whether you're, you know, an artist, a musician, or a public speaker being on a stage and let's say 10,000 people are in the audience and you're scanning the audience and you're, you're giving your speech or whatnot. And if I, if if we were able to have a conversation with all 10,000, how many people raise their hands if if they fall into a box per se of what Michael and I are speaking about about being positive about not criticizing about not condemning people a uh, self starter type attitude and let's just say that ten percent of the audience raises their hand let's just throw that out there um, the other ninety percent fall into the category of of needing the help needing and, and we all do so I'm not I'm just trying to get to a point here so let's say 10% or maybe five, it's probably way lower than that, or, or what Michael and I are talking about. How do we get the other 95% to buy into this idea of, of, of uh, the, the think and grow rich? You know, like your subconscious becomes your reality when you think it. How, how do we get people to, to say, yes, I'm ready to go ahead and change that mindset? And here's the thing. When we can figure out the answers to that, that's when we can figure out how to change the world.
0: Hmm. So what are you asking here, Mike?
1: Well, I think, I think it's more of a rhetorical thing because honestly, I, I really want to extend this out. Uh, I mean, we usually go 30 minutes, 45 minutes, but I think this there should be another show just about more ways to be the solution and not the problem. Cause I think that, I think that that, that is so, and there's so much about that topic that we're going to definitely need to just keep kind of hitting the head on the hammer or hammer on the head, uh, per se, because I think that as our life, again, we're still writing that biography about ourselves. As things come, as tragedies come, as triumphs come, we're going to have another chapter to write and this is not going to ever end. I mean, this yeah. podcast can go on forever. I mean, <laughs> seriously, because we, the, with the interaction from the audience, they they have stories to tell in biographies. And you know, what Michael and I are talking about is just books that we've read and, you know, it's just, uh, situations in life that he and I've been through. But what about the millions of people that predominantly could listen to this and throw in, Hey, but this is what happened to me. And this is how I overcame it. Cause to be honest with you, man, the way, uh, what makes us better is, is just being the, an, an overcomer, man, because it, it, you know, tragedies can come, will come. And I, I read something this morning on the way to this podcast and it said something like 10% of life happens because you make it happen. Hmm. 90% happens and how you respond to it, or your attitude towards it, is 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 pretty much what's going to happen. So things that are going to come at you are not within your control. And so, how do you respond, and what your attitude is going to define you as a person?
0: Here's here's the last thing I want to add to this. Um, let's say okay, we always give all the categories of life. Okay, marriage, work, school, friends, church. Uh, physical health, um, maybe screen time, you know, all the areas of life that you can possibly think of, travel. Yes. You know, okay. And let's say you encounter a problem that just keeps happening again and again and again and again and again. Okay. Y- you have a choice, really. You can keep doing the same thing you've always done. And we already know what'll happen. You know, if you do that, You'll get the same thing you've always got, right? You know, if you aim for nothing, you'll aim for, you'll hit it every time, type of deal. So, so what is our goal? Okay, so one thing is to be a solution and not a problem, right? So, okay, I'm encountering this person who uh, every time I try to, um, you know, let's say maybe change them or offer advice or offer offer a solution or constructive criticism, they throw it back at me. Okay. Right, right. Well, maybe you can approach it. Well, you know what? I can't change them, but I can change myself. Yes. Yes. I can, you know, okay. They're not bringing a lot to the table, but what am I bringing to the table? Yeah. You know? Wow. You know, I can't get them to bring more or anything else better to the table, but I know I can even just, you know, I'm not going to let them stop my train. And then here's a prayer that I want to give everybody. It's called the serenity prayer. Mm -hmm. And it goes, you know, um, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. Love it. So there's some things that you just have to accept and, you know, you just have to have peace. I can't change that. And then there's some things that maybe you can change. yeah, but you're running away from it. You're not trying to confront it. You, maybe you're being passive aggressive. Maybe you are just sweeping it under the rug and not dealing with it. or maybe the way you are dealing with it is not healthy and you're screaming and yelling, dragging your feet, kicking, and just being aggressive and and you know um, but maybe you can have the courage
1: to change it. And approach it. Yeah. Or maybe this, man, listen, here's here's something. Maybe the reason why you do condemn, criticize, and complain is because you haven't made up in your mind that you are going to change your personal situation. So so the way that you keep making excuses inside of you is by lashing out at other people that have decided to make that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. And you're just too scared or you don't have enough faith to do the same exact thing. Because remember, what we said was this go you know in the blitz we said find somebody that's doing something at a high level that you want to do and take them to lunch well after you have that lunch appointment with them the whole goal and premise is to walk away inspired not to walk away criticizing complaining or condemning what they're doing you, you get what i'm saying like it, you, we have to change our mindset if we're going to change our life which is exactly what he was saying about the brian tracy book same thing like if you can change your mindset you can change your life and and that's really the only way that you can get it on track if you feel like it's not because insanity like look up the definition like something has to be different and mm-hmm. and, and what that is is exactly what michael just said it's it's it, it's i mean if you didn't hear anything in this podcast like highlight the, the last 10 you know last two or three minutes of what we, what he just said that is powerful
0: so albert einstein says we can't change our thinking Uh, Can't change our problems, sorry, with the same thinking we use when we created them. So what it takes is just like everything we've been talking about. You've got to change your thinking if you want to change your life. You you have to change your approach and, and throw in a new thought in there, something that's going to take you to the next level, something that's going to help you. Uh, have peace and feel that sense of relief that is so good to feel when you find the the solution yeah you know so we appreciate you guys listening to the one more idea podcast
1: absolutely thank you
0: keep shouting out to us share 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 you know and um we can't wait to check you out on on the next episode of one more idea podcast
1: yeah thank y'all so much be great